This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Gear up, Dolphin fans, because it is about to be a wild offseason. Jake and Josh are piloting this ship as we prepare for a new era of Miami Dolphins football. If you don't already, follow them on Twitter at jmendel94 and at Houts. Help our community grow by hitting the subscribe button and leaving a review. We thank you all for the support. Now let's talk some football. Din, 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 din. With the 29th pick, the 50th pick, the 125th pick, and a 2023rd fourth and sixth round draft pick, the Miami Dolphins select superstar wide receiver Tyreek Hill. Welcome in Woo! to the Jake and Josh Show, SB Nation's Finn Cider Radio. I'm Josh Houts. That means I'm joined by the one, the only Jake Mendel. How you doing today, Jake? I had to do Gosh. that. I had to. That was that was beautiful. And I'm going to be honest with you, man. I'm hungry. I am very hungry. And I'm sitting here with a chef talking about Dolphins football. So, I mean, if that's not, you know, hanging it in front of my face, I don't know what is. But, dude, your intro basically nailed it. Uh, we're going to follow Chris Greer's suggestion and we're going to watch Tyreek Hill highlights. We're recording this on Wednesday, the night before the NFL draft. We decided um, for people who are new to the program or old to the program and forgot, uh, Josh and I have done book clubs. Uh, a few years back, especially during the summer when we have nothing to talk about, no games going on. We like to kind of dive a little deeper and discuss different outcomes of different players. Um, I still go back to our Kalen Balaj one. I, I think we kind of hit that one out of the park. So, man, I thought this was a great idea because I'm, you know, 
absorbing NFL content like everyone else. And God, there is nothing interesting about the 2022 NFL draft. I'm just going to come out and say that. No, at least not till Friday, but um, I just got to give everybody a warning. This could be a complete cluster F. I do have the baby on the swing in the back, and the two girls are occupied with Cocomel. So uh, this is our first podcast where I'm Han Solo with th- three girls, and we're doing it. So, um, yeah, man, I had, do not have very much interest at all in this draft, um, but I do think tomorrow we can definitely you know, hop on my YouTube. I don't even know what it is. I can't even plug it, but hop on there and watch my highlights of Tyreek Hill because, again, you know, if you don't have a first-round pick, I mean – we have Tyree kill, man. That, that, that's, that's so much better. So I guess the best way I've seen the 2023 draft described is just watered down, right? You know, there are teams that say there are five to 10 uh, first round graded guys. And when you think about the dolphins having the 29th overall pick, uh, we can kind of do the perfect spin zone with this. When you really think about it, you know, we were, how dare we trade our pick instead of the Niners pick yada, yada, yada. They had a better season. Yada, yada. In reality, man, Trading the 29th overall pick for instead of what, what would have been the early, early 20s, 20s, somewhere in there. I mean, it sounds a lot better to trade that pick when you really think about it. Sorry, dude, the cat got in the way and I couldn't unmute myself. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I got I'm, I got all sorts of shit going on over here. Um, I love it. Yeah, man. I mean, if we think about it, the last time the Dolphins had that late first round pick, it turned into Noah Igbenogany. So when you put that into perspective, you know, uh, all the second round misses that we could go down the, the long list of, I mean. Uh, the fact that they still have five, what, top 100 picks next year, they got Tyreek Hill. You know, I, I say I'm not excited for this draft, but, you know, if we get into that day two and you start to see some of those, you know, prolific players start to slide or, yeah, a punter. Yeah, he felt in a pro football focus mock. He felt like the seventh round, so I scooped him up and thought he could learn under Morstead. But, um, dude, I'm spinning out of control here. I'm just so excited. We got Tyreek Hill, and, guys, go out there. Make sure you watch the highlights. Make sure you watch everything you can. Inject it all in because, um, you know, it's been a long time since the Dolphin has had – I say that, but Jalen Waddle, right? I mean, he's pretty damn explosive too. So, yeah. I guess it hasn't been that long, but – Tyreek. But I mean, that was just, you know, two, he's hitting two for two in the last, you know, two years. But then before that, it's kind of got the Adam Dunn where it's a couple home runs, but he's striking out a lot. Uh, so I thought a good place to start this, Josh, this isn't as detailed as some of our book clubs. We might want to call this a pamphlet. Um, I'm not entirely sure, but I thought a good place to start would be to kind of talk about where uh, Tyreek Hill is coming from being the Kansas City Chiefs. And I guess the big question is, um, how does trading Tyreek Hill impact? the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, you listen to their GM, you listen to that front office talk, it seemed like real, really the decision came down to, are they going to bolster their defense? Uh, Kansas City team that it's really been, what, star power and, and bottom of the barrel guys and just kind of hoping things work out there. Um, kind of like what's happening with the Rams, just it doesn't have that top-end talent. You kind of hope Chris Jones became one of those guys. So they kind of looked in the mirror and they decided that, hey, you know, thinking about the capital we can get for Tyree Kill is maybe worth it. You can spend that on defense. And with the 29th pick, with the 50th pick, go ahead, take Noah Igbenogany, take your Jamar Taylor, go right ahead. I'm cool with it. Uh, But then you look at the impact that Hill has had on the Chiefs, man, Uh, 294 targets over the last two seasons. You think about the fact that Hill is this explosive, dynamic player, but he's a volume guy too, right? He's someone who is going to move the sticks. That's that's nearly 150 targets per season, 24 touchdowns over the last two years. Uh, man, both seasons, a long reception of 75 yards. You think that's probably what off a kickoff first play touchdown. I mean, this is such a special talent and exciting talent. And I guess the fear, quote unquote, is just age. You know, players get older, you know, wonder how long someone can stay at this top tier, this peak. He had six Pro Bowls three first-team All-Pro awards, 
So Josh, when you watch that film, that film at YouTube dash house, we're going to say that's what it is. Uh, what do you really see that stands out? Obviously cheetah, he's super fast, but in terms of just how the offense can operate with someone like him inside it. Yo, first, I think maybe the chiefs are hoping that, you know, they can get something on me, Cole Hardman. I mean, I have plenty of fantasy shares of him, <laughs> you know, they signed Juju Smith Schuster. So there are some weapons there that they're hoping can replace uh, Tyree kill. But when I watch the tape, man, I mean, I just, again, um, I guess the best way to put it is a player that, you know, you cannot replace. I mean, you saw that video I dropped from, I think it was the top 100 of 2021 where uh, Travis Kelsey said how important Tyreek Hill was to this team. But man, what he does on the field. I mean, a couple years ago, you know, everyone thought he was this big, deep threat, but then defense started game planning for that. And what you saw last year was a guy that could just, you know, turn those quick slants into 75 yard touchdowns. I mean, we saw the one against the Bills. I mean, that, people say that, you know, he's going from Mahomes to Tua, but when you see some of the, the plays, you know, and how the A dot, you know, the average depth of target and all that stuff, you know, uh, how similar it was. I mean, as long as you can get the ball into this guy's hands, I mean, good things will happen. So I had a, I think it was a Chiefs fan in my mention saying, this is a player that you won't want to go to get a beer at halftime or at a, a quick play, you know, first down play. You don't want to go to the bathroom or go grab a beer because any play Tyreek Hill can turn into a big play and a touchdown. And I think that's what the Dolphins offense for the last two years has kind of struggled with, right? I mean, they could nickel and dime teams all, all the way down the field, uh, but then you see issues with teams. You just mentioned the bills. It's that you can't nickel and dime them. They're going to get you into a third and manageable, and they're going to make that stop. So adding, you know, Tyree kill turns that offense that is so good at nickel and diming. And I promise you the dolphins are still going to do that. You saw the chiefs do that. And everyone got real jazzed up about having two safeties deep, but at the same time, I mean, all you need is one play and Tyree kill brings that you think about Jalen Waddle. I think he brings that too. So I think that's what really makes this a special core for the dolphins that they're building right now. And hey, even if Tyree kill, isn't, you know, that top tier player, uh, I mean, just the threat, the idea, and something I want to get into a lot more during the offseason is what does this mean for Mike Kosicki more than anyone else? Uh, I kind of hope Devontae Parker would stay around because he could play that same role. Um, obviously, it's kind of like I think back to the, the 2010 2011 Miami Heat, the, you know, the positionless basketball where you'd have Devontae Parker and Mike Kosicki lining up uh, in the same position. I'm not saying he's Travis Kelsey, but I think that's a, a very interesting dynamic as we approach the season. And then, Josh, I think the big question that everyone's worried about, everyone's panicking. So what about going from Patrick Mahomes to Tua? What What is the fear? Should we be scared at all about this transition for Hill? Uh, hold on. Before I get into that, I just want to say he's not really Travis Kelsey. He's more going to be like George Kittle, right? I mean, hey, you have the is. joke that with John Embry and all these San Francisco 49ers uh, coaches coming around here that, you know, they're going to take him to become the next Kittle. But, dude, I mean, isn't that what's so exciting about Tyree Kill is what he's no, that's Hunter Long. Well, yeah, oh, you're right. It is Hunter Long. <laughs> but, Jake, I'm looking at Tyree Kill's stats, man, and he played six seasons for those years. He had over 1,000 yards receiving. You mentioned his volume last year. He had 111 receptions. But, dude, just to think what Mike McDaniel has going on in his, you know, mad genius head, what he's going to do with these guys. I mean, it's just going to be so awesome to watch, uh, you know, how Tyree Kill opens things up for Jalen. Waddle, you mentioned uh, Mike Isicki, Cedric Wilson, Lim Bowden. I mean, dude, I'm getting goosebumps because this offense could be truly explosive. And you threw Devontae Parker out there, man. I don't know if you saw it, but today at uh, uh, during Jalen Waddle's media availability, he said that uh, they know it's nothing but love there with Devontae Parker and, you know, that they still communicate. And he played a large part of Jalen Waddle having that big. Oh, shit, dude, I spiraled out of control there. Tyreek Hill is already taking over that hill, uh, the role as a role model, right? Um, you know, you see these guys in press conferences kind of talking about how, uh, you know, Waddle's saying he has to sneak up on Tyreek Hill if he wants to race him because you can't outrun a cheetah. You see that development, and I think that's kind of 
why I'm getting more excited about this trade is because, you know, it's hard not to think about Mike Wallace, right? I'm not going to compare them on the field because even Mike Wallace in Pittsburgh is nowhere near Tyree Kill. But he was always so isolated if your name wasn't Brandon Gibson. I see these guys already communicating, and that's something I truly look forward to. Uh, Josh, I do want to circle back here to Hill's time in Kansas City because he did have Patrick Mahomes, arguably the best quarterback in the league arguably the reason he couldn't stay on the team because you had to pay Patrick Mahomes uh, the world where, you know, Tua, he's still on that rookie deal where this trade makes so much sense, especially in that watered down draft. Um, do you think back though, Tyree kills first season, he had Alex Smith as a quarterback and he earned a spot on the AP all pro team with six touchdowns and 593 receiving yards. And 267 rushing yards and three touchdowns. Josh, I want to ask you, one, are you having fears of Debo Samuel first and foremost? And two, is there any way we start to see maybe Tyreek Hill run the ball a little bit more? Maybe not that volume where he's running for almost 300 yards, but be, you know, a couple rushing attempts uh, per game, maybe even per season, where Tua isn't necessarily that same gunslinger as Patrick Mahomes. And you're just trying to get him involved in different ways. I'm not trying to knock Tua. I mean, some people will take it as that, but just kind of seeing how the dynamic of the offense plays out and seeing that Tyree Kill running the ball is a very successful option for the Miami Dolphins offense. Yeah, Jake. I mean, I'm looking first, the whole Debo Samuel thing. I'm a little worried that he does go to the Jets. I know I'm getting sidetracked <laughs> here, but Jake, speaking of Debo Samuel and Tyree Kill, he was actually asked about that at his uh press conference the first one night when he spoke with the media and they, when he was talking about the offense he said I can't share any secrets with the way he's planned to be utilized uh, but he went on to say that he did see the way uh, Mike McDaniel utilized Debo Samuel in that offense was crazy and that Debo Samuel is a freak athlete and he's excited to see what he is going to do in this offense so uh, pretty cool stuff man right there yeah so Hill 24 rush attempts a career high as a rookie that dropped to 17 in 2017, 22 in 2018. But over the last three years, he has 30 rushing attempts combined. You just see the evolution of the offense, how they're using him. And while I don't think he's going to be back there rushing as much as Debo, I am interested to see if that number starts to tick back up again. Uh, maybe because it's McDaniel's offense, or maybe it's because of uh, you know what you can do with Tua, how different ways you can get him the ball. Uh, but Josh, you actually have an interesting stat here where you, you kind of put Tua somewhere in between you know the Alex Smith that Tyreek Hill started his career with and Patrick Mahomes so so can you walk me through that a little bit yeah well that was more just my opinion because we were sitting here talking about Alex Smith and I know a lot of people have actually used that comp and said you know Tua reminds you of him you know he can go out there and win games but he's yeah. not that elite quarterback that's Jimmy going to, G. No, yeah no. yeah Ryan Tannehill right I mean um, yeah so I, I had yeah that is what he's not so I had here that I, I think that he's somewhere in between an Alex Smith and a Patrick Mahomes and Last season, he had an A dot, again, average depth of target, similar to Mahomes. To his average target was 7.2 yards. Mahomes was 7.7. That was according to Roto-Wire. Um, I also had a tweet pulled up by fantasy analyst Nick Pentakoff. Uh, check him out on Twitter. He does good threads. He tweeted out a few weeks ago that Tua ranked first last season in completion percentage on passes over 20-plus yards. His 13 completions were the fewest of that group. He also took the least amount of chances, but he basically hit on 50% of those 20 plus yard throws, man, uh, the average depth of target on those were 28.27, which was 30. So, um, you know, they left a lot out there, but Tua was very successful in hitting on some of those intermediate deep passes, you know, just because the Dolphins didn't take those chances. Some of the national media and analysts think that Tua is not capable of it. We saw it in college. We saw Jakeem Grant drop that pass in the Cincinnati. 
Um, I, I think we can see Tua take this to the next level. And I think it's just crazy that people think, you know, Tyreek Hill's going to Miami to retire, have his career die. That's not the case at all, in my opinion. This is Advertiser Content, brought to you by Frito-Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down... We break down who will be cutting... Cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys, it's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are. It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snack-It. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void where prohibited. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Yeah, you know, you it's it's obvious that some people have that fear, and it's okay to have that fear. You made a huge franchise, you know, altering trade here. But uh, this is kind of something we wanted the Dolphins to do for so long when you really think about it, is taking that swing. Even drafting a quarterback at number five is not taking that swing. When you think about this war chest that, you know, Chris Greer has worked on for so long, like his masterpiece, you were hoping it'd be something like this. You were hoping it wouldn't just be um, draft pick, draft pick, draft pick, until, you know, everyone just kind of either uh, is a bust or or Chris Greer gets too old to see them all develop. Uh, But those are some really interesting stats you brought up. Uh, It is kind of cool to think about. He was 50% on those deep balls, but it is important to keep in mind only 13, 26 attempts. I do wonder, Josh, we have to assume that, you know, 50%, we can't go into next season thinking it's going to be that. When you're shooting the ball downfield, even if the Dolphins do it, I don't know, 20% more than they did this year. I mean, it, it's rough to expect that number at 50% is going to stay the same, especially if the volume changes. Uh, where Tua did excel, Ben, it's when he knew he had an opportunity to throw the deep ball. And I think that's what's important about this stat. Maybe not even the numbers. I don't even know how long I'd stick to these numbers. Uh, but that offense, man, you think about when he was could throw it deep. It was few and far between. But when he did, you give that 50-50 shot. I'm 100% cool with that. Yeah, now you had Tyree Kill to the mix. I mean, I was thinking about Jake when you were talking. When we went into this offseason, you know, we talked about all the things the Dolphins needed to do to help to a tongue of a low. I don't think anybody ever expected <laughs> Tyree Kill to be in the mix, right? Um, I have a couple other stats here. Two of his longest throws in his career was a 65-yard completion of Matt Collins versus the Jets in week 17 when he dropped a dime to Jalen Mothereff and Waddle, which traveled 55.8 yards through the air. Both of those numbers led the league that week in air yards. So, I mean, again, it's a myth that Tua can't do it. I'm just excited to see if this offense allows him to do it. I mean, we talk about the run game and how that's going to be improved. That sets up the play action, man. And when you got Jalen Waddle, when you got Tyree Kill, I mean, you got to at least take a chance, right, man? Take a chance, single coverage, and who knows what could happen. So, uh, over the moon excited. Can't wait to see the way that. Mike McDaniel draws him up in this offense. And again, guys, go check out all the highlights because I have most of them on YouTube. I mean, some of the plays he makes, there's one against the Philadelphia Eagles where it looks like he has no chance of making the end zone. And he just outruns like four or five of the secondary. Same thing against the Bills. I mean, I, again, I'm kind of in disbelief that he is now a Miami Dolphin, to be completely honest. 
that's what makes it so cool. And actually, you know, today being Wednesday, the day before the draft, Robert Hunt, Big Bob Hunt, and the media, and he's kind of spoke Hunt. about how how this team's focusing on running the football and how they're going to be able to run the football. And that was one of the biggest issues this team had last year. And, you know, that is the best way to help offensive linemen is to run the football, let them go out and be aggressive. If you're going out and throwing the ball 50 times and you're forcing a guy to get mauled 50 times and not being able to do any attacking, it's, it's not going to work. So I think just seeing a defense spread out a little bit and not seeing a, you know, a defensive end dominate a one-on-one matchup. I think that's really where the you know difference of this offense is going to be. So Josh, I want to go down this checklist real quick. You know, you think Raheem Mostert, he's going to, you know, have his opportunities to be that successful running back. Same with Chase Edmonds. I don't know where the volume is going to go into who, uh, I kind of want to talk about where Miles Gaskins role is going to be on this team, but we'll save that for a little date. Uh, Tell me about Preston Williams. Where do you see him fitting? Because he's a little bit of a bigger wide receiver, a big body wide receiver. He doesn't fit that Jalen Waddle mode. He isn't Tyree Kill, but he does have a lot of wiggle to him for someone that's his size. Uh, should we really, should we have another year where our expectations are, hey, maybe Preston Williams can do something or should we just kind of wait to see and, and hope, I guess? I mean, I wish we were on Twitter so I could just post that gif of that. That's bait because you're baiting me with this, right? <laughs> I mean, how many times have I been on the unicorn bandwagon? I mean, you saw the way he adjusted to a pass yesterday on one of those quick clips on the Miami Dolphins YouTube. So I know what you want me to say, but I, I think, you know, I, when you look at Cedric Wilson, he's at six foot two, I think, you know, yes, he's a little bit quicker, but he's still a pretty big body. So I think he might see some of that role on the outside, but I do think Preston Williams, Again, with Wes Welker, with this coaching staff, I mean, who knows? But I, with him, the biggest thing is always, what is it? Uh, your best ability is availability or something like hey. that. I mean, and he's is that, that's how it goes, right? I thought I was going to mess that up. Um, so, I, I, again, I think you're baiting me here. But um, sure, yes, this is the year. This is finally the year. Uh, Preston Williams to the moon. And then the last one I have here, you think about the personnel. Uh, give me a hit fire. This is kind of drift away from Tyree Kill. Tell, tell me where. Or Hunter Long is going with this offense. You resigned Durham Smythe. You resigned franchise tag Mike Gusecki. I mean, this is a dude that Chris Greer, who's still here, traded back up to. I mean, this is a pick he made because we we saw what was happening when Brian Flores was here. If there was a defensive guy and Flores wanted him, the Dolphins would take him. I mean, I don't think he had any any say or any care of what, what was happening on that offensive side of the football. So I mean, Greer had envisioned some sort of role for this guy. What can that be if you're resigning these two veterans? Yeah, I think we do always have to remember, you know, how long it takes some of these tight ends to adjust. And I mean, let's remember Mike Kosicki. I mean, maybe a lot of that was on Adam Gase, but still took him. He was blocking. It took him a while to transition. So I don't know, man. I want to say that this is going to be that breakout year for Hunter Long. You did mention how Brian Flores may not have had any say, but he was from Boston College, right? Wasn't that Brian Flores' alma mater? So, you know, maybe this was a guy that, you know, he had some inside, you know, look at. I don't know. I know a lot of draft analysts, a lot of fantasy people were high on Hunter Long. So um, I admittedly thought this was Mike Kosicki's job. I'm glad that they brought I don't know why I mean myself. Dude, let's just hope that they can find a role for him. And, uh, you know, he can be that guy that can block and also go out there and catch a football because, like you mentioned time and time again, this tight end unit is pretty darn good. Jake, I'm going to throw it back to you because I I know a lot of people are making a big deal about this, but did you hear Waddle's comments on Tua today? He said Tua has been Tua. He's been the same guy. He's consistent, being a leader, just being a great leader, honestly. So uh, put that in the papers. That can be the title, Tua Tungvaloa, great leader. Uh, what are your thoughts and how much does that mean to you? If everything, everything, hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. No, but I think the key here in football um, as the expert who spent 15 years in the NFL, I can tell you that consistency is the most important thing. And 
the way Tua has played has never changed. Uh, I think back to, you know, Ryan Tannehill, you know, playing in Buffalo, playing in the cold. It was all tough. Tua kind of looked like the same guy, which I think that is really what you want. You don't want a guy who's going to go out there and be Carson Wentz, try to throw the ball away and have it returned for a pick six. And I think that's kind of what's important here with this offense, how this offense is going to develop. Uh, you have the guys, the money makers, and Jalen Waddle, Mike Kosicki, and Tyreek Hill. And they've started to plant those acorns. Is that going to sprout into Preston Williams or Hunter Long? I'm not entirely sure, but knowing what you have at the quarterback, knowing what he can, what he can't do, and knowing that he's going to consistently do what he can and fail at what he can't, that is just such a strong first step. When you kind of look back, I mean, I go back to that 2013 draft, man. You take Deion Jordan to be this dynamic pass rusher, the Gronk stopper, man. Yes. Those are some conversations, but I think about the play. Then he, he hugged Andrew luck and he ran and luck ran away. It was like a third and 17. He completed it. So you just kind of hope that you see the same player every time he's out in the field. And I think that's should be the biggest takeaway from what we're hearing about to it. I'm with you, man. I was I'm trying to be serious, but I'm, did you see that I put, they had something about Calvin Johnson and I also Megatron and I also found a gif <laughs> of uh, Deion Jordan breaking up that pass. But since we're asking questions, man, I, I got to ask you Tyree kill versus cheetah. If, if they were uh, Tyree kill versus cheetah, uh, cheetah versus the penguin <laughs> waddle versus Tyree kill. If they were racing, who do you got? Who are you putting your money on? Dude, I, I have to say Tyree kill. I mean, waddle, the agility, the, the quickness is there, but man, you mentioned two plays right away from last year that Tyree Kill was by far the fastest athlete on the field. I don't want this to be a knock on Jalen Waddle, but but can you really say that about his plays? I mean, yes, he scored touchdowns. Yes, he can get open. And he's a very good wide receiver. But did you, looking back at Waddle's highlights, see that same like, holy crap, nobody's touching this guy. He's going to play like it's Madden 94 where you just kind of run, you make a little circle, you break a defender, and you just kind of keep running and, and the energy bar never goes away. I can't really recall we saw that. Yeah, and I keep going back to that Carolina Panthers game where I think he got, you know, dragged down from behind. But I think yeah, that yeah. DB was like insanely fast. So I mean, you did see some of those glimpses, and I'm ac- I was actually going to take uh, Jalen Waddle just to be different. So if this race ever goes like down, it. Jake, let, we'll we'll make that. And then I had to ask you to follow up on that. Who will have more touchdowns this season? Who do you think? Um, I'm kind of still leaning towards Jalen Waddle. I think just because of his chemistry with Tua Tagovailoa, you know, I, I don't know. For part of me, just wants to say it's going to be Jalen Waddle. So if you take Tyree Kill on that, we can just make this a whole thing. I, I don't know what what it's for. Absolutely nothing. Oh, I kind of that that's actually a really good question because you need to project volume. You wonder how on earth the ball is going to get to all these guys as often as they do. And we saw last year, and obviously the offense is going to be completely different, but how great Jalen Waddle is creating that separation inside the 10 yard line. Uh, there was a solid man, eight year stretch where the dolphins offense with, you know, Ryan Tannehill, their biggest issue was inside the 20. They, they could move the ball, but once you're inside that 20, they just really lack that guy. Who's going to come up and make a play. Um, the, the reference I always make is you need that guy who no matter, everybody knows the ball is going to go to him and he still makes a play. That's what makes the player special inside the 20 yard line. And don't get me wrong, both these players are special, but for that reason and the chemistry with Waddle and Tua, I'd say Waddle, but I mean, I'd love to just, if I can shit talk you and take Tyree Kill, sure, let's let's do it. 
Yeah, let's do it. And in, in our league, in our fantasy league, I got to figure out which one of those guys. I think I have Waddle and Tyree Kill, so that's a predicament. And knowing me, I'll end up keeping both of them. But um, yeah, week. man, let's let's make that a whole thing. And it's just crazy. You're just sitting there talking about what type of player Waddle is, where you know you can just rely on him to score touchdowns. I mean, two is pretty effective in the red zone, but now you have you know Jalen Waddle, who's you know a touchdown machine. Uh, Tyree Kill involved, Mike Gesicki still not completely unleashed, but running backs. I mean. This offense looks like a Madden team, man, and Tyreek Hill is a large part of that. So um, I'm glad, you know, it, it sucks that this isn't the same type of hype that we have year after year. We're not the little kids on Christmas morning, but um, it doesn't suck one bit when you think about Tyreek Hill now being in a Miami Dolphins uniform and still those five top 100 picks next season. Dude, you like who would rather ha- draft Jawan James? Instead of no, Damn. no disrespect. <laughs> he was a great right tackle, but but can Monte you- Davis was back there too, right towards the end. Um. I'm trying to think Jared Odrick, man. That one milk uh, toast. Uh just milk some toast. very, very milk toast picks. And, and this is the home run we wanted to see. Uh you guys, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Happy, happy draft day. I hope this added that little dolphin special uh magic to it, even though they aren't going to be making any picks. I saw one draft where the dolphins traded all the way back up into the first round, and I thought, oh my god, uh, we're really bored. So we really need the draft to get here, and we hope that this Tyree Kill book club pamphlet whatever we're going to call it really helped you guys have have a fun thursday and and if you're liking what you're listening to josh mentioned it he's busy i just started a new job i'm trying to coordinate 40 webinars at once uh so we're trying to find a little routine so until we find that routine please please just hit that subscribe button that's the best way to find our shows and if you see our ridiculous takes and you want to share it with your friend that only helps us out more come join the party share a laugh and most importantly josh on twitter Josh on YouTube. We got we got to get him blown up on YouTube. Uh, he is someone who puts in so much work and he's still stuck on these videos that are only two minutes and 20 seconds long. So we got to do something about that. So follow him. H-U-T-Z. I could be Matt. Uh, I can be found at J Mendel. 94. I think 94, it's 94. That's it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm over here in tears. Thank you so much for that. That was that was so nice of you just to say all those things. But guys, seriously, I mean, we have Tyreek freaking Hill. I mean, yes, you're waking up now. The Dolphins don't have a draft pick, but who cares? Go watch Tyreek Hill highlights. Go boot up Madden. You know how bad that game sucks, but uh, make a trade. <laughs> you know, trade um, your punter for Tyreek Hill and get him on that team just so you can run a couple plays because uh, I think 2022 is going to be a special season. But Jake Hill, make sure to tell us to temper expectations. That's why I'm here, buddy. Hey, thank you guys so much for joining us. We will be back shortly with a little reaction, with a little mock draft. Who knows? Who knows? We're a wild card. We're Charlie Day. But most importantly, again, thank you guys so much for joining us. And most, most importantly, fins up. Fins up. Fitsider Radio, part of the Fitsider.com and the SB Nation Network. Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl, because we're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. Yes, we're the Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami,
Because we're the Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. Yes, we're the Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. Everybody, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. Yes, we're the Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. Yes, we're the 